Back to another episode of Tea. Oh, uh, Kian, you absolutely! I think out of all everyone that's been on the show, you nailed it. That was the best TNR I've had so far. So thank you very much. Thank you. That was so much fun. I was busy dancing to the intro. That is just so groovy. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Kian is in Hong Kong right now, so she is six hours ahead of us. So thank you very much for accommodating the TNO gang this side of town. And in case you're wondering what this outfit is on my side, not because I'm trying to match what Keon's wearing, even though she looks gorgeous in the in the floral-esque sort of top, I'm just going with the Tiger King vibes because I've had a shoulder up and this is the most comfortable thing. So I hope you're okay with that, Keon. It looks great. So we just need to get you a wig, a blonde wig and a cap. You look great. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's the next the next theme for the other show. Okay, awesome. Well, we're here today. We normally start off with a bit of a, what's the word, an icebreaker. And the question I've asked previously, and I might as well ask you and keep it going, would you rather glow in the dark or sparkle in the day? I would love to sparkle in a day. Any day sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the reason for that? You just, you just want to be in people's attention all the time. Not necessarily that, it's just like I love glitter. So like anything that is bright, you know, I automatically I'm drawn to it. I'm like a magpie, basically. So <laughs> I love magpies you know? are pretty intelligent. Have you have you seen them get water out of a plastic bottle before? No, but I've I've actually there's a few of them in Hong Kong. So when I go yeah. hiking, I see them yeah. and they're so playful. They are just such social birds. You just see them oh. prancing around, doing their dance and the little singings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, geez, I've, yeah, I've never, I've never seen the social gathering of them, which is quite interesting to the social point because I feel, I feel like this episode that we watched is that you know you got Chappies talking about the significance of a social game, and the episode starts with you sitting by yourself on the island. Seems like your social game struggled a little bit from that perspective. Not, not, not like the Magpies. No, definitely not. Uh, I think I had a bit of a rough start to the season um, from mm. episode one, where basically kind of like looking for a flint got mistaken for looking for a immunity idol in front of yeah. every single person and it definitely was a rough start i think in terms of the starting game or survivor the first few days is so critical um to finding your place within the tribe and you know building your alliances so that definitely um i would say i was not blessed maybe by the survivor gods and that yep. was how my journey was supposed to begin on Survivor. Yeah. And you just had to embrace it, right? I did sign up yeah. for predictability. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. But, I mean, you did have a bit of a connection with Sean. And I think I'm not yeah. sure if we saw you connect with anyone else on Yale in the same way you did with him. Was that the big loss for you and how your game turned out? I think definitely you would have seen that I cried. When you know, when I went eventually found Sean, I was just like, What is going on? you know, and yeah. he said to me that, Well, it's either you or me. And you also saw in the end that he actually stabbed me in the back, <laughs> he wrote my name yeah. down. Yeah. 
<laughs> but um, I honestly felt like, you know, it, there was something there that, that we could definitely have, have um, we definitely ha could have built a strong alliance and, you know, mm -hmm. have something going on over there. But then again, you know, Survivor Guards came and gave us a tribe swap and, you know, flip our go to Runa without Sean. Um, yeah. And that's that, you know, so it was a bit difficult to for me to kind of try and navigate again into this whole new tribe and going from the bottom of Zamba to try and mm. actually infiltrate and get in there <laughs> within yeah. 2.0. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like you were unfortunate in the sense that out of all the connections out there, you got stuck with the one that is arguably the strongest in, in, in Tyson and Kieran. Those two right now, from what we're seeing, are yeah. doing a lot of the moves. I mean, finding idols, catching crabs, doing all oh, the things. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, I think, like, I was looking for idols, for sure. Like, yeah. you could go on Survivor and not try to look for an idol, right? Yeah. So, at times, you know, you, you, without a clue, it's just so difficult to actually find an idol because you, you're looking, there's like so much, there's so much land, there's so many trees and branches. And I looked at every nooks and crannies anywhere I could find. And um, it was quite unfortunate that if I had known that, you know, the clue is basically the same on both camps, I think I would have had um, yeah. a better chance at finding one and saving myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we dive deeper into the game and how your game unraveled, I think one important thing we need to mention is that your birthday is on Friday. So yeah. we're gonna we might as well just say a little shout out from Tiano to your happy birthday. And I, I don't know if you want to tell us how old you are, if you want to keep that to yourself, because I know ladies like keeping that a secret. But even whatever the situation is, happy birthday. And I uh, hope it's gonna be a good one. I don't know what are the plans for that so far. Um, well, I mean there isn't any point of hiding my age. I guess everyone knows my age from my survival, um, kind of like the- The bio. The bio. So I am turning 36 and, you know, I'm glad I don't look at that age. So that's all good. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. You don't look 36 at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Hong Kong is pretty much just quite safe area. There are really any kind of local cases um, in contrast to South Africa. And yeah. I'm actually going out with a few friends. We've booked a dinner at a lovely restaurant. There's about eight of us. And we're just going to go celebrate, you know, in a way, celebrate the end of my survivor journey and yeah. um, start a new chapter. So, And are you, are you having your friends watch Survivor with you at the moment, your friends in Hong Kong? Oh, yes. Um, they've been amazing. Okay. We have watch parties, you know, my friends host and, you know, we go there, we have lunch and then, you know, we just do like a binge two hour watch every second week. So, so that's really great. And then also, obviously, my boyfriend has been watching with me um, yeah. as they've come along. So it's great. And <laughs> any, any, any tips or advice they've tried giving you while watching the show? Um, not necessarily. They haven't given me, um, my boyfriend going into the show, he did say to me, you know, just try to be as honest and truthful as you can. If, yeah. you don't, if you don't need to hurt somebody, don't do it, you know? Um, so kind of always thinking for some, for yes, for yourself, for the game, but also how the other person would feel if they were treated in a kind of in a not so great way. So yeah. being considerate. So that that's one of the things that um, he did give to me and um, I took it because I know personally that I wouldn't want to be treated in a way where I feel like I'm um, being ostracized or, you know, 
mm. not food. So, so that was quite important for me going into the game. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's an interesting point because I see the firefighter. You pick up the the rice. You drop the rice everywhere. You then yeah. be talking about the consideration. You pick up each grain of rice, you know, so they can all eat that. So that's huge consideration. But then at the same time, you have your snacks and then you're eating it by yourself and you're not sharing that with anyone. And that comes off completely wrong for the other people. Like, oh, no, she, she's completely selfish. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I, I must say, like, at that point, I was so butchered emotionally. I, I just, you know, looking at it, I felt so bad. I, I You know, in real life, you know, I would bake Santoni and Wada a whole tray of croissants. Um, yeah. So, unfortunately, it did come across that way. And in my mind, what was going through my head was there's immunity challenges coming up. And I need to make sure that I'm not going to be a liability to the tribe. I need to eat to make sure that I have energy. Um, because mm. I know physically I'm not as strong as Marisha. And, uh, you know, there was no ways I can contend um, next to her. I don't know if you saw in yeah. episode six the water the water yeah ball thing um i tried oh, it was you know mental. it was mental i tried yeah. my best to hold her down <laughs> you yeah. know, I, think, I think that did give up a good fight uh it felt good it, i had so much fun during that um that challenge um we got to kind of roughen up just a little bit <laughs> yeah get get all your frustrations out there but to be yeah. fair do you think marisha would have taken out most of the men too. So, I mean, the fact that you had to take her on, it's a huge ask. So, yeah. yeah. So I mean, definitely, um, like, I, I, when I watched back, I felt so bad. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize that that's what it made Wada and Santony feel, like, you know, that I was being yeah. selfish. And uh, it was difficult because I was doing most of the cooking back in Vuna, so I was the cook. I did, if you... Yeah. Do you remember Tyson and um, Teresa speaking and they mentioned me as the cook? Um, yes, yeah. Whipsy in episode five. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it was, when, my, when we watched that, I was just like, well, you know, uh, I really feel bad that that's how people saw me because that's not who I am in real life. I am, mm. I'm, I'm a Cancerian. Naturally, I'm, I'm a provider. I'm a nurturer. So back in Vuna, I was cooking and, you know, serving everyone food, making sure that people we're eating and my point for that is that we need to be strong and in order to be strong for challenges we need to be fed yeah. and um so definitely uh, i i'm very guilty i'm really sorry Warden sent me for um for eating in front of you um i was generally thinking about i need energy i need to contribute to the tribe so that we can try and attempt to win these tribal immunity challenges yeah yeah and, I, you know, if we're going back to it, your, your last-ditch effort in terms of trying to get Wada on your side at that last, because we know you're going into Tribal Council. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's actually one of the votes throughout the season that we can all agree that they're going to be targeting you. It's, there's no secret about it. And you do yeah. try and persuade Wada otherwise. But how much, going back to thinking about conserving your energy, Wada's saying, you know, she, does, she doesn't know much about you, so it's hard to trust someone like you because she doesn't know you. But if you had given her that food, hypothetically speaking, do you think that might have been that little bridge that you could have brought on side and slowly convinced her and shown a little bit more of this consideration, this this part, the nicer part of you that you say you wanted to put it out there? Um, I don't know if you saw that at the final tribal council. Um, I was actually sent off for quite a bit of love. So mm. 
wider and Santoni actually had a bit of tear in their eyes when they saw me go. So we did manage to have some bonding time um, kind of from going from kind of like day one, day two, day three of being mm -hmm. new on the tribe, trying to get to know each other. And, and then there were moments where we did indeed bond and Santoni's hair for at Tribal Council was actually uh, courtesy of me. I did her hair. Um, okay, there we go. <laughs> Santoni's hair done by Kion, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know. <laughs> if, you, if you want anything, uh, she is in Hong Kong. You're going to have to fly out there, get a special hair do done. I need to do your hair. <laughs> um, so definitely that I think potentially could have helped um, to actually kind of bridge by sharing a bit of my food. Um, I wouldn't say that was the best play on my part. Um, again, like I was so butchered emotionally. I, Survivor does things to you where mm. there are moments when you're just not thinking straight. And um, so that was quite unfortunate. And um, do I wish I had done it differently? Um, probably not because I can't change things. That's, that's, yeah. that's gone. That's done. I love that outlook. I love that. I love that. I love that. Okay. But... Let's talk about the things that we didn't see, right? We know these parts, the little parts that we did see of you, but there was a lot we didn't see of you. And I kept asking throughout the, the season, I was going, but why aren't we seeing a lot of Keon? Why aren't we, what is something you want to share with everyone that they didn't get to see you doing out there? Oh, gosh. I mean, like, there, I don't think there was, there was ever a dull moment on, on the island, um, mm. I suppose the beach, um, you know, People think, oh, but there's nothing for you to do out there. But actually, there's there's always something to do. You know, we are, you know, sitting around talking to each other and you know building relationships um, that is not necessarily uh, strategic for the game. Just being humans, mm -hmm. and um, I was doing a lot of the cooking. And you know, when you only have one machete to cook, it just wasn't <laughs> easy. That took a, a big chunk of my time, definitely. Um, obviously, trying to look for idols too. Um, I guess. Those are the things, I guess, that is kind of like viewers would think that we, we would have been doing on, on, the, on the island, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, fair enough. And I wanted to ask, I've asked everyone this question, them saying, you know, they've, they've come in with a certain strategy in mind, and once they've been thrust onto the island, it just completely gets blown out of the water. And obviously the wild coast water, we've seen how strong those winds are, so it definitely gets blown out far. But did you manage to somewhat stay true to what you wanted to achieve while playing the game of Survivor? Oh, definitely. Um, for my gameplay go into the game was I'm going to go under the radar. And, you know, I'm not going to rustle any feathers. I'm not going to. I mean, Survivor 101, you never want to be somebody who is just too much good at being physical which i definitely was not <laughs> and, i mean you were bad i think you're shooting yourself in the foot you weren't bad you, you were in the mix i mean taking on marisha is a huge what seven out of what not even 11 out of 10 effort so from a physicality perspective i mean you were good i actually would have been interesting to see you making the merge and seeing how that would have played out but yeah sorry continue sorry i just got um, too excited there i mean i will say that I deliver when I needed to. So for me, it was kind of like, I'm going to go under the radar as much as possible because you don't want to create and cause any attention towards you that could potentially make you a threat. Yeah. Um, so, for example, the puzzles, you know, I can do puzzles, but I'm not going to say, oh, let me do it because that could be a threat going into merge. You know, when you're doing an individual, mm. 
challenges you know dino is massive puzzle king so like that put a massive kind of like big red dots on his back saying we can't have him because you know come come merge he's going to be winning all the all the puzzle challenges can't have that mm. um so it was always always kind of like i don't want to cause any scenes let me just be quiet you know and then come to merge that's the moment to shine because i'll always believe that you know you need moments of brilliance in order to win survivor and mm. i was kind of like sitting there watching observing seeing what everyone else is doing and you know i think i was quite comfortable pre the third the second um tribal swap i managed to kind of like build my relationship back into into the runa 2.0 and you know kind of have a semi like core alliance mm -hmm. with Marcia, nicole renee um, dino um and kind of having anesu tyson and kieran there as well i, I really did believe that you know that we had a good good thing going you know um yeah. that could, this could potentially take us to merge we we're winning every single challenge and maybe maybe i did get a little bit complacent and yeah. Yeah. But did you feel did you feel ever that you were on the bottom of that alliance? Like those core group of people that you're talking about? Because when we're looking at them sending Anela back to like they don't choose you. You you get to that challenge and you say, please help me, help me. Yeah. They completely look past that and they send Anela and they don't send you. So at that point, I mean, did you ever get the feeling that you were at the bottom? Uh to be fair, uh Anela do have a closer tie and bond with Renee, and then yeah. he also built the relationship with, with Amy and Sean and Chappies when they were in Zamba 2.0. So yeah. definitely my heart, I had a glimpse of hope. I was hoping because when they were kind of discussing, I heard my name very um, mm. being thrown out there. So I yeah. definitely did have that hope that they would potentially send me and want to save me because I was loyal to them. Uh, I was loyal yeah. to them to the very last day. Um, even when I was saying to trying to convince Wada why I should stay, I said to them, I said to her, like, listen, there is there is Marisha, there is there is Nicole over there, and then there is Tyson, Kieran, Anesu, you and me. That makes seven mm -hmm. of us. Yeah. So if we go into merge, we are seven stronger than Anela, Sean, Amy, Chappies, and Rooney. So we'll be seven against five if Anita, um, if Santini goes home. So that was yeah. kind of what I was trying to actually kind of convey to her. And um, unfortunately, um, I think Wada and Santini had a massive bonding moment in our last immunity um, challenge. Yeah. Where Wada was kind of helping Santini along um, to swim across that river. Uh, you saw how much um, kind of that traumatized her and um, I yeah. think that created a massive bond for them and um, I guess one of the reasons why they decided to stick with Santony instead of me despite the fact that Santony was actually on Wada's hit list and Anela. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what are you thinking when you see that? You're like, wow, geez, this is definitely, it's going well for me. And you're like, wait a minute, I love this. This didn't go so well for me. Why? Why did it not go so well? She was on the hit list. And it was obviously that bonding moment. Was that bonding moment the turning point for you? 
Definitely. I mean, like, look, Survivor is such a fluid game. Um, I went into the game saying, like, you know, one of the things that I said was, like, I was born to be like water and in deep oceans I thrive. Uh, mm. I fully believe that I actually I did, despite the fact that I went home, I did fully conquer um, conquer that with such a lovely center of, um, for my for my tribal council where I was not blindsided, I was not hated. Um, mm. There were tears and um, the parchment were written with my nickname, Kiki, and yeah. uh, wrote down Santoni as Santoni Sunskin, Santoni Sunshine. So there, there was love. But because Survivor is such a fluid game that you just don't know what can happen. And we can never truly say, right, I'm going to have this stick to my loyalty here. And this mm. is going to be from the start of the game and it's going to go all the way to the end because this is kind of pre-merge. Merge is looming and we know that it was just going to happen soon, very, very soon. And I guess for Wada, she was thinking of her game ahead that despite the fact that Santoni is a double agent, she could backstab yeah. her anytime, but Wada deciding to save her now at pre-merge could actually mean that Santoni's going to owe her something, you know, going forward. Yep. So, so for me, I think that that is actually quite a smart, smart move um, on Wada's side. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, going back to that tribal council conversation where she mentions nothing is done for free, and there are debts to be paid, and that's an interesting one. Ah, oh, you've painted that picture. I do want to mention two tribals back to back. She has a go at Anela. Yes. And this is a run, it seems to be a running theme throughout the show so far. So, like, how much significance should we put in this this little basket, this feud between Anela and Warda? I think it's going to be really fascinating to watch. I mean, obviously, I don't know what happened after I left. So, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see because because this game is so fluid and Anela kept on saying, like, oh, no, Warda, I can have this alliance with all these other 12 people and I don't need you. Um, that's when I actually got mad at him because i felt like how can you say that because this is survivor that you're playing you don't yes you sent to immunity island twice and you have massive advantages um on your hand but you just don't know what's going to happen in the future you can't completely disregard someone yeah and say, i never ever need you because i mean yeah. i come back and bite him in the back yeah so, so yeah, no, so like, but, 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 but was that so? I mean, she she refers to the fact that it was down to the Chappie's Paul word where she wrote down his name, and that was arguably the starting points of the animosity. But the curiosity for me is like the things that we didn't see behind the scenes were they still playing nice? I mean, were they still hospitable, or was that always just were they just oil and water, the two of them behind the scenes? I think we do have to kind of be civil somewhat, you know, we're not mm. going to start attacking each other. I mean, it's just, yeah. at the end of the day, it's a game, right? Yeah. It doesn't define who we are outside of the game or who we are as a human being. And we got to think for ourselves at that moment. And that's why we behave the way we behave because it is, Survivor is the biggest social experiment. And mm. you know, it plays in your mind and sometimes it makes you because you've got to be so adaptable and fluid that you know you the truth that you're speaking at specific moment is a reaction to things that happened at that moment you know things yeah. that triggers it so at camp i wouldn't say there was 
a huge animosity that we were we definitely were civil we were still just you know just chatting there weren't any kind of like there weren't any kind of like uh, strong words thrown at each other for okay. sure that didn't happen but um, you could feel the vibe when you walked in you're like oh tense 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 <laughs> definitely no? there is tension yeah. there is tension um there is tension but at the end of the day we're adults we get over things so yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> i mean that's fair enough fair enough now before we move on to the the next section of the show what was your best moment throughout the game of survivor and yeah. your worst moment but let's start with your worst moment and then we lead up to to your best moment i guess um probably the worst moment was dropping the rice because there was just so much going on in my head at that time. I knew that mm. I, I was very 99% going home and trying to formulate a plan in my head, you know, just thinking. So I'm quite an observer and thinker. So a lot of times I don't mm. necessarily say a lot, but when I do say something, I say something. I mean, you saw me having a go at, at smash. Um, so I was doing a lot of thinking and dropping that rice. I just thought to myself, oh, my God, this is food that we need so that we have sustenance so that we can go and win challenges. What did I just do? Mm. Um, not like how Kieran portrayed it, thinking that when I drop the rice, I'll be going home. I wasn't yeah. thinking. I was thinking for the tribe. I was just thinking, oh, my God, you know, we need to eat. And I can't. We have so little resources after Paul had raided the entire camp of, of the food that, you know, we needed this. And I can't, how can I at this critical moment drop the rice? It's just like I, I really did blame, blame myself yeah. a lot, which is why I felt the need to pick up every single grain because this is a survivor, you know. There's no food. Yeah. We're wasting food. Yeah. You know, you saw my, my yeah. um, rice balancing kind of like challenge for food. I don't know if you saw, like, yeah. you know, when the pot dropped, <laughs> everyone else had the mm. rice pouring over onto the ground. No, not this Asian, you know. I grabbed it and made sure that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's um, keep it going. Also, fun fact, though, I think, is, is rice farming not one of the hardest sort of farming um, processes to get right in terms of seasonal changes and everything else? I've read that somewhere along the line, like rice mm. farming in itself. I'm not entirely sure because I'm not very agricultural, but yeah. I'm like with modern technologies, I mean, they are kind of like agricultural, like, I don't know, what do you call those trucks that actually go through? And yeah, yeah. so it's not like back in the days, you know, when men were hunting gatherers, they had to kind of like yeah. wrap every rice grain from the husk. Um, but rice is quite... Um, it's 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 a staple here in in Asia. So I don't think we can. I think it will be quite a sin to run out of rice in Asia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, again, just in case anyone's wondering why, apart from the fact that the tribe needed sustenance and everything else, I mean, we can't be disappointing the, the Asian people there, Kian. You made sure you picked them all up. Yeah. I mean, you represented well then from that perspective. <laughs> um, okay. What is, what is your best moment? Your best moment. I think what it was an incredible moment was the turning point for Zamba at 1.0 when we won that second individual immunity. Um, sorry, the second um, tri tribe immunity challenge. I think that that was huge. Um, I knew that day after the first tribal immunity that I was at the bottom of the tribe and I needed to step up and deliver. 
So mm. normally, you know, I try and my game trying to go under the radar and not be not be too much of a something. I actually when when we were kind of discussing who's going to do what for the challenge, I actually did pull my hand up and say, okay, I'll join Dino for for the for the for the puzzle. And yeah. it was just so incredible. The adrenaline, like you know, when we when 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 Nico said Zamba thinks they have it. And they do. Uh, it was yeah. just joy. So much joy. You know, I've got some like, crazy jumping skills. You see me jump a lot <laughs> in the season. So. I just, I'm just thinking about how well you did the Nico impression. I love that. Do it again. Do it again. I mean, that was brilliant. Come on. That was brilliant. <laughs> Zamba thinks they have it. And they do. There we go. Yes, man. I'm going to have to do that again. I mean, but we're going to have to do that towards the end and be like, you know, TNO thinks they have it. And then we both go, and they do. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying the adrenaline was really great when you're stepping up and you were taking part in that challenge. Yeah. So okay, for me, a lot of it was you're not going to step up unless it's so necessary that you know you have to do it so mm. that was one of the moments and um i was hoping to actually do a lot more of that post merge when stepping up for myself instead of for the tribe um a lot of my game pre for intended for pre-merge was just to make sure that the tribe is looked after that we are winning as a tribe but mm. trying to build um relationships you know in, in between and then going into merge would have been playing a lot for myself and i was really really hoping to have some key number ones and number twos which unfortunately was didn't go my way um rocky start and then needing to rebuild um in vuna 2.0 where i felt like i did have some sort of like comfort in alliance and yeah. then the whole swap again going into zamba 3.0 and needing to rebuild the relationship which I think happened too late for me. Yeah, um, it's too far gone, and um, and at that point, I think you're just tired. Like you said, everything that you had to contend with, you're tired. And you're like, oh boy, here we go again. And I think exactly. all those things just add up. It was every single time there was a try swap, I needed to claw my way back in, and uh, I think I did an okay job. I think I did an okay job um, at doing that. After all, I, I was a, what am I, the eighth person? Eighth, yeah. you are correct. You did well. Yeah. That was eighth. Yeah, so I didn't go home first. Sorry, Jason. I love that boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love, yeah, I dig him too. He's fantastic. He's got a lot of energy. So, yeah, oh, dig yeah. it. He's, he's, he's amazing. There's just so much going on with his pigeons. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. About those pigeons, time to see which pigeon's going to carry that golden spear. It's that time in the show where we decide who gets the golden spear for the episode that you got the boot. Kian, start with your nominations and it's, let's see what we get from there. Um, for me, I think it's definitely Wada where she put aside her differences and kind of her kind of previous animosity towards Santoni. Okay. For her game going forward. Um, I think definitely um, she, she was able to go from being enemies with Santoni to being somebody who Santoni can lean on. Um, I think that definitely is a, a big wow. Um, and kudos to her for, for being able to turn around like that and putting the whatever that happened in the past, mm. the bygones be bygones. So that was really, really great. 
Yeah, I think that's a valid point. And I mean, it's only going back to what you said, what was mentioned at Tribal as well, where she goes again, you know, no debt is like, oh, nothing is given for free. There's a debt to be paid. And I feel like to that extent, Wada knows what she's doing. She's keeping an enemy close. She's trying to yeah. see what she can do, what's coming next. And yeah. she has been getting a lot of airtime lately, which is quite interesting. Like her development throughout the show so far has been fantastic. She's become quite a strong figure. And she's got two key members in her alliance with regards to Tyson and Kieran. Even though we know when we're looking at it externally, she is probably the bottom of those, out of those three. But nonetheless, she's in the mix. But I will say that she's had the most opportunity to truly play the game. Because for me, somebody who was sitting in a lot of the winning um, on the winning trifle of so many of the challenges, mm. I never got to go to tribal council a lot to truly play the game. Yes. She actually, despite the fact that it seemed like it wasn't in her favor, I feel like that was in her favor because she could, like, because of all the tribal councils that she's been going through, she's been able to build a really good survivor CV. Mm. Um, and I hope, you know, I hope that she does make fought, make a fire and maybe to the final three, if she does, that there is a really solid story for her to tell um for yeah. for going from going from up to the bottom from from being the, at at the bottom to the top and down again and kind of like changing her thinking to kind of bring in her enemy as her alliance so i think this is she's one to kind of like watch or she yeah. that she never ever underestimate anyone in the game yeah yeah. yeah, and I love that. I love that because, like I said, you can see her growing, but you could see her gaining confidence through her journey, if that makes yeah. sense. Her experiences of going to tribal, knowing how to manage what it feels like before tribal. Like you said, it was one of your few times that you had gone, and that was novel to you, where for her, she'd be like, I've been down this river before. I've got my paddle. I know where my backpack is, and I'm going to go rowing down this river. So credit to her from that perspective. I want to throw yeah. Renee's name out there. What did you think about his move going to Chappies and saying, you know, there's something here. I'll be his minion and eventually chop his head off. What did you think about that? Um, I think Renee has been excellent in this gameplay um, thus mm. far. And uh, he knows about kind of building. If you look at it, it kind of is like he's got a, a really nice web where he has relationships with every single person on yeah. both sides of the tribe and um it's very smart of him to you i mean you we said this like you know you always keep your enemy closer than your friends mm -hmm. right or so having a yeah. friend enemy, um yeah are very definitely very smart on him and um i think that him doing that and then them also keeping anela close with anela's challenge with um anela's um kind of advantages so there's another debt where kind of i feel like anela owes him a lot by being yeah. sent to immunity, immunity um, island twice um so he's got a, a few advantages which i think could be good but also at the same time because you're playing with different characters, you may think that you've gained trust of this other this person, but truly, is it? Is it the truth? Like, you know? Do yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, um, definitely. Yeah. But I think it's brilliant. I mean, like, he has this like, kind of, like, evil, um, kind of, like, despicable me <laughs> kind of yeah. vibe going on where he's going to, um, <laughs> going to kind of chop down the enemy um, or the friend. Yeah, I mean, I I love that you say that because when you're looking at him, 
I mean, he kind of gives off that hero sort of vibe, but he's, he's doing the villainous sort of moves, but he's a lovable minion in a way, based according to his words, calling himself a minion. I mean, him, him and Amy have this kind of like underground mafia thing going on as well. So, yeah. you know, that's why I say you can never underestimate people by what they look like on the surface. Um, because yeah. on the art, you look at Renier, he's a, he's a great guy. He's a fantastic, easy to talk to and um, good family man. So it is a game and he, he is definitely playing that well. He is definitely playing that Brilliant um, by having all his strings kind of all connected to him. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. I think another one I want to throw out there is the actual Vuna tribe as a whole for this Golden Spear, largely because when we're looking at the challenge and we look at how well they do together, even when they're doing the puzzle, Rene is putting the puzzle together, but they're all telling him where to put the puzzle pieces and they just look very in sync. And then if we look at the consequence of that, the reward that they get, again, is a huge moment in the game. It's this huge emotional boost before possibly making the merge. And then, of course, you know, something bringing these people together. So from my perspective, when I'm looking at it, I'm going, as a tribe, I think they did really well to reap the benefits that follow afterwards from an individual perspective. I don't know what you think about that. From my experience of being on Vuna Tribe, yeah. that is definitely the case because I felt like we... We were people as a collective who could work well together as a tribe. And that's how, you know, pre the second swap that we were able to win every single challenge. There wasn't really mm. anyone who was trying to kind of be like, I don't feel, no, I don't feel like there was anyone that was trying to be like, let me take the credit for the win, you know, and then yeah. be the one who, who is going to win this challenge. Um, we, they, they, worked well very well together and i think that aided to the win of every single ministry challenge so yes i agree with you but <laughs> i not give a golden spear to an entire tribe there's got to be at least one person no it's got to it's got to go to one i agree with you i agree with you uh, do you have anyone else you want to nominate because i've got one more name just out of curiosity is there anyone else you think is deserving because i mean it is it's a hugely prestigious an award. I mean, people are fighting for it out there. You don't realize it, but deep down, I mean, I don't know if you guys have spoken to each other or saying who wants the golden spear, but I've got to, I've got to convince myself saying people are fighting for this thing. Um, let's see. Goodness, uh, another person to actually have the gold. Jeez, why don't you go first? Let me have a think. Of okay. You. All right. No problem. No problem. I mean, firstly, this isn't. This is more the Golden Speedo Award. Just Chappies comes out there flying with his butterfly moves again. I don't know how this man is swimming butterfly every sort of challenge. Okay, but that's not that's that's a separate award. But I think Tyson here. This is his third tribal council in a row. Things have gone his way. He's caught the crabs, and not the crabs like he's mentioned in a bad way, but the good <laughs> crab that he's fed. He's fed the tribe. Um, he's he's in the key alliance. He's making moves. He's still got the hidden immunity idol. I think for me. He's well-positioned moving forward in this game. I think baby Tyson, um, seeing that he is the baby of the season, and um, yeah. I think he's done well, and especially the fact that he managed to snatch that second immunity, uh, hidden immunity idol away from Santony, um, definitely well-gameplay. Well I mean, yeah. this whole season is about immunity, and whoever has that advantage to them, will go far and he managed to to i mean two he found two no one else has found a single idol and he found two and yeah. that definitely definitely um 
great game on 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 his um from from his side and him being having that advantage with kind of like Wada and Kieran with him with him yeah for sure. Okay, all right, but you're gonna make the decision now. I'm gonna count down three, two, one, and then you're gonna animate, throw the spear, and then shout the name that you think is deserving of the golden spear. Are you ready for this? Okay, but. Don't hate me if I'm biased. <laughs> ah, this is this is on you, man. No one, there's no hurt. This is all, you know, whatever you think and whatever you feel. Okay, you ready? You ready for this? Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> you got. You got to shout a name. You got to give the name. The name. What? Yeah, you- <laughs> there we go, Wanda. Congratulations on winning your first golden sphere on TNO. Jeepers. And you know, so they say history always always made on TNO, and that, that's just another given fact. Okay. Times for. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, she did. I actually, and when, when you, you know, laid it out carefully, I think she is deserving, and I like where her story is going. So 100%. Well, congratulations, Wanda. Okay. Time for the wooden spoon. This is for the player who has made the most precarious move to their game and obviously in some cases leads to elimination Kian. but in other cases you know just leads to a bad sort of situation moving forward for them so who do you want to throw out there first um i think i might say anela because of the way he was he has been kind of having this feud with with water it could potentially harm him mm. in the future despite the fact that he has these advantages or the no vote, which no one supposedly knows about, but yeah. he could potentially water could conjure up some plan to actually make him maybe flush out his idol, the first one, okay. and then um, sorry, flush out his his advantage, his advantage, um, yeah. his advantage where he can actually kind of like where he can kind of like take away someone else's vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then having him being eliminated at the next round. Um, so I think that wasn't a very smart move to be upright having a disagreement. A blatant, a blatant enemy. Yeah, a blatant enemy. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. But it also, okay. it, could, it could also do on the other side of water harm as well because he could gang up with his alliances and say, hey, she's been gunning for me mm. so blatantly. We need her out because I don't want her around me around in, in this camp. So, yeah. so that could potentially happen as well, um, definitely. And um, if I have to have a second a nomination for this episode, yeah. I don't know. Am I allowed to nominate myself or drop him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You are. You're allowed to nominate yourself. Of course, you are. You're allowed to say anything. Yeah. You can even give it to Nico if you weren't impressed with how he presented on the episode. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I think we all love him. Him and yeah. him is like I don't know. Have you seen the, how the way he smoldered his eyes? So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's 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 an art. He's got that down, and it's getting better every season. He's really, he's really yeah. taking it on. He's owning those skills. He's definitely yeah. is. He's such a such a brilliant um, host of, yeah. of, of the game. Um, I think, like for me, it was too late for me in terms of like going in hard to build relationships. Um, 
I wish, you know, I wish I had been, I can't regret it, but like, you know, I wish at that moment I had been a lot more open and not somebody who who was kind of like more observant to see mm. what's going on, then deciding to make the big move later on. Um, so I would have to give myself the big wooden spoon spanking over there um, for maybe taking responsibility that my game ended prematurely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, shame. And I, I feel for you from that perspective, it's just not getting stuck in. And, you know, you're probably right in terms of observing. I think there's a huge part that when playing the game, but there's that part where you've actually got to get your hands dirty. And in your case, you just spilt the rice and that's how you got your hands dirty. And that did not do you any favors. Um, so, yeah, no, just from, from an external point of view, you just looked so isolated. Now, though, similar to Adino, funny enough. And that's why it was interesting that the two of you didn't try and do something together because you both looked so isolated. Maybe that's just the case of when you feel that way, even if you can see someone else is on the outs, it's harder to connect to them because you're just naturally feeling that way. I think because Dino has this kind of like paranoia personality where yes. he's just never ever sure and he will always go where it kind of benefits. I mean, from what I'm seeing, not, not necessarily like what he actually did, from from what I was seeing, that's like he will go where it benefits him, where he he is kind of safer. So yeah. in, the, uh, in his, uh, with, with the Zamba 3.0, he went with Kieran and um, and Tyson. I think there was a moment where, like, you know, he had to choose and he said yeah. that he would actually throw me under the bus um, just to ensure that his game is secure. But somehow yeah. that actually ended up leading to him going home. Uh, from my perspective, like, Dino was always a friend of me. He was yeah. somebody I knew I couldn't trust, but I really wanted to keep him close and really prayed that we would actually make it to merge. And that actually I have. I want to say, obviously, I didn't have, like, do you know, I didn't have any number ones or number twos. It was just my, mm. my, my, my survivor kind of like luck was Instinct. so, um, so scattered, you know, I had to yeah. call myself back every single time. So, um, with him, I honestly felt like if we did manage to squeeze ourselves into merge, good things could have happened, you know. Dino definitely would have, he's, he'd gone far. I mean, like, you know, you, he's so smart, despite the fact that, you know, he seems to be this guy who's a bit of a lost corp, but he's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, like, you know, I, he, if I were to say, like, you know, who are my kind of like favorites you know of, of this game thus far i absolutely loved you know i loved carla and i loved um mike as well um, great I, all the ones that are off the island are the ones you liked that do we have anything <laughs> else before to kian come on now what's going on here i'm getting there i'm getting okay, there all right, all right okay. um kieran for me um and this is going a bit of like going into kind of storms brewing um mm -hmm. i feel there's a strong game for him. He is very good with analyzing his situations. Mm. And um, I think he's got a, a lot more potential than Tyson in the game. But Tyson has the advantages of yeah. having a hidden immunity idol in his hand, and which to to um, Santonis' advantage, I just like, girl, I felt for her so much. I'm like, why did you tell him? to go look for a way to find it because we know in Survivor, whoever gets hold of that idol, it's theirs. 
Yeah. It doesn't matter that you told them where to find it. It's if you if your hands are not on it, it's not yours. Difficult, yeah. And I love the fact that you mentioned Sunsuri because that she was you know, she's had a great run here on TNO. I think she's won two golden spears. Last week she was, she won the wooden spear. And I think she's up for nomination here again because largely you speak to Dino's paranoia. But I think in this episode, Sansoni's paranoia does get the best of her a little bit. And I'm not talking about her the tears at challenge because that was she was really traumatized and you can see that. But I think the fact that she's got to keep going back to Tyson and Kieran and she's flipping out when you're talking to Warda and she's yeah. she's looking for constant reassurance. I think that eventually that becomes super annoying for the people you're playing the game with. And I don't think that bodes well in, in trying to mend or trying to establish trust. No. Okay. So like one of the things about the few things about Survivor 101 is like, you can't be too strong hater. You can't be unpredictable. And then you also can't be insecure. So these are the things that people don't want as an alliance. Yeah. So definitely like, I would say, I agree with you that, you know, um, she's a contender for a wooden spoon over here in, in this episode, because when you are too clingy and too insecure, people don't want to take responsibility for that. You know, it's a, it's a liability. So I really do hope, like, you know, I think I think um, Santoni is a lovely, lovely, lovely lady. I mean, we we had those bonding moments pre-tribal council and, you know, mm. I love her too, and water. And um, I just hope that she would be able to turn that around going into merge because we for her i think her social game is critical because we know that she's not a physically strong person i don't know about her puzzle skills because we haven't seen her getting involved with any of the puzzles from from my memory um yeah. so it's i think it's really really important for her to turn her social game around and um in a way the survivor guys were with her for for this episode that you know that she was in the Vuna OG majority. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm gonna count down and then you're gonna have to you're gonna give that wooden spoon out. So you ready? Okay. Okay. But and you know, feel free to give any sound effect you want, because this isn't there's no set sound effect for the wooden spoon. Okay, let's try something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Go, I'm sorry, I love you, but that's a name. <laughs> Hello. That's new. That's a new one, guys. We've got a new sound effect for TNO's Wooden Spoon. Congratulations, or what should I say, uncongratulations for Santony, but congratulations, Kion. Thanks for bringing in the sound effects. I love that. Love, 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 love that. Okay. Now it is, you've touched on it. You've mentioned Kieran as a name, but it is time for Storm's Brewing. Uh, kind of, we do know the merge is on the horizon here. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, this is super exciting in terms of how it's falling to, or how the pieces are falling with regards to the former alliances and tribes. I think it all boils down to all the work that everyone has been doing pre-merge. And I think some got lucky. Some, some had forged stronger bonds than others. So like Anila definitely has his root in Zamba has kept him very, very safe up to this point. I um, mean, obviously him and Rooney, they are brothers. They're very, very close. Hence why he's being saved twice. And obviously he also built really great relationships with um, Chappies and Sean and Amy um, during his time as Zumba 2.0. Yeah. Or it could go either way because there is also the double agent Santoni. We don't know where she's going to flip. And that's yeah. one of the things saying to Water, what if, what if, 
now you're saving Santini come merge she flips on you and then there's another on that side with his supposed two advantages that he got from winning um immunity and challenges but now we know he lost one and won the other um mm. but obviously he told us he won both um so what's going to happen there for you because that means that vuna two point um vuna ogs are going to start being put on the chopping block and you are going to be picked off one by one if that is the case with Anela yeah. having quite strong advantages. But then again, we don't know if Anela is going to share his advantages. You know, he's got yeah. debt, but are, is he going to pay them? Yes yeah. or no? I, I, I don't He doesn't look like someone who's going to pay anything back, to be honest. It looks like he's taking the credit and he's running with it. But you don't know. Remember, he scoffed down those future life protein bars for himself. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's what I'm saying. It feels like he's going to take the credit and he's just never going to pay it back. He's, he's a, is what a bank's fine financing's nightmare sort of, you know, they're just not going to get paid back the money. Um, mm. But it's something interesting that I want to look at is obviously Anessa still got her advantage as well in the game. So, and she's quite a social threat and she's slowly, she's been playing in the last couple of episodes. She's been under the radar, but I think come merge, she's going to have a stronger influence. And then again, there's the Renid Chappies sort of, you know, beginning of this relationship. There's a reason why they've shown us that. How significant is that going to be in the game moving forward? There's definitely a strong brotherhood thing going on. So especially the fact that Renee is smart, knowing that Chappies and Anila built a strong relationship coming in from, mm. um, well, despite the fact that Anila is on the other side now, but he knows there's that strong bond. So having these two men with him is going to be, an advantage i think like having like cushioning but mm. i'm not sure about in terms of after all it's seeing how chapters has been playing you know he, he's the guy he wants to win obviously everyone wants to win this game but how far along can he actually have his bros with him until eventually mm. they say hey me is actually a physical threat in these immunity challenges can't have him around anymore because after all it's you know it's a one-man game over here someone has yeah. to be a survivor can we you know so who's gonna flip on who first yeah but i think that's a valid point we know now when it comes to merge you're speaking about physical challenges renita obviously trying to mask his physical presence in relying with someone like chappies but then let's look at the cost let's look who's left over you've got anela who's physically strong yeah. you've got marisha who you've said that's is an absolute mountain in challenges she's a machine yeah right. so i don't yeah and she's also like a really pleasant person to speak to as well you know i mean i, I liked her she was so she's so enjoyable on to talk to on, on the island so so i mean that's also another threat right because if yeah. you're social and you're physical so renee is also both he's social and physical yeah and from the last episode we can see even though despite the fact that he had help with the from the fellow Vuna chart members, he's also very good at puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I like how he did that because it made it seem like he was listening to all the feedback from everyone else. So he wasn't building the puzzle by himself. But at the end of the day, he was the one who's still putting those pieces together and mm -hmm. had to fit them. So yeah, that's a valid, valid point. Is there anyone else you want to... I know we throw... We, we at that point in the show where it's your final thoughts and your possible winner pick. But is there anyone else you think might have a decent run apart from winning the game? Uh, definitely Kieran, like I mentioned before, uh, but I can't 
I'm not entirely sure that if he if if he could potentially take the win if if a lot of the immunity challenges comes down to puzzles or physical mm. but he has a brilliant strategic game there's a lot of, there's always something going up up brewing up in his head you know yeah um, he's very smart in that in that in that sense um and nicole i think is somebody you shouldn't underestimate because after what you look at her at the rice pot challenge she did win it so yes, she yeah. has, so she has, she does have that element of endurance um that she's she's really good at um so if if i really have to then i will say my three would be in no particular order yep. me, nicole and kieran amazing and there you guys you have it straight from the words of kieran i think those are strong three candidates and yeah final thoughts in terms of your overall survive experience before we go final thoughts well i think my survivor diet wasn't over um they yep. took me too early <laughs> and um if i have the opportunity to play a game i cannot i cannot guarantee that you know that i, I would actually play the same game um yeah that's what i want to say <laughs> okay I, I know normally i would ask the question like how would you change it differently but based on the conversation that i had with rick devins last week you're always playing survivor i suppose and you don't want to divulge too much unless of course you do it's up to you uh bit of everything i think that you know it's just survivor is a reality show and you know we still do have to live our reality as well so i mean rick Rick Devon is obviously he he's trying to not go too much into it. Whereas Dino is like, you know, this is my life. I'm gonna live it as as I live it. And yeah. uh, for me as well, I have to agree with 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 Dino is that I, I'm gonna continue living my life as who I am. Um, after all, I think that's one of the reasons why I got picked to go on to Survivor is by being true to myself and being the human being that I am. Yeah. And um, you know, I hope that production's gonna Roo, hello Roo, bring me back on. You haven't seen me. And and that's one of the things that I've been getting so much love from people on Twitter and Instagram as well. Like people are asking, like, where's Kion? You know, we'd love to see her, but why are we not seeing her? And I guess my gameplay kind of contributed to me being not seen because I was really trying to go fly so under the radar. Um yeah. so I think if I if I do have the opportunity, my, my strategy might be slightly different. Yeah. Or yeah. the same. I don't know. I'll just give people surprises. I have no idea. You are watching. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for that input there. And Kian, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. It always adds so much spice when we get the castaways on. And you have added just extra, extra spice. So thank you so much. And I appreciate it. And I wish you all the best for your birthday tomorrow. And send your regards to the boyfriend and all your friends, and I hope the rest of your Survivor journey is as enjoyable as it is for us here on TNO. Oh, definitely. Thank you for having me. This was such a ride, and I had so much fun chatting to you. You know, woohoo! Oh, I'm always here. You can message me on Instagram or whatever. If you keep on chatting about the game, I'm always here. Don't worry about that. Oh, definitely. I mean, like, this is, there's always just, you know, Survivor reality, real-life reality, it's just you know you keep thinking about the game despite the fact that you've been out for so long so yeah for sure. yeah 
Awesome. Well, have a great day and enjoy Hong Kong. Tell us how the weather is later. We're live from Hong Kong. Bye, guys. Cheers.